Crosschoke, a TFL Ministries podcast, is brought to you by you. If you want to learn how to support our show, go to patreon.com slash TFL Ministries. charging uh welcome to episode 32 of season five or season opener of cross joke i am zach anderson i'm joined like always with the lustrous and flirtatious dakota Rytan. hey thank you zachary oh yeah you know anytime but dakota we have a very very special co-host with us not just a guest today he's actually co-hosting alongside the sputnik umbrella himself wow jj right. duran what's up all my, my friends call me jj my son how are you? <laughs> so, dude, I was I was introducing Jake a couple weeks ago or whatever to uh, some of the people at the academy, and I was like, "Oh, this is my friend JJ," and he was like, "What?" And and Mike, who knows that he's not that, he's like, "Wait, what?" And I go, "Just kidding." His, his name's Jake. Every, so everybody calls him JJ. <laughs> everybody calls calls him JJ. And so then, like a couple minutes go by and. Somebody was trying to get his attention. They go, uh, JJ? <laughs> <laughs> That's That kind of reminds me when Jake and I were in Billings for Network Council a few weeks ago. There was this homeless guy that needed oh, yeah. someone to go buy him a pizza from this bar. Because he Be- didn't have his ID or he something. He didn't have so an ID. Yeah, because he couldn't prove that he was 21. And so we're standing outside and i was like okay well what's your name because when i give him the pizza they're gonna want a name and he's like well my name's mike but everyone calls me henry (laughs) (laughs) i was like i asked him what's the correlation he's like i don't know you can call me whatever well dude that was like (laughs) neil the sound man one time sound man the sound man (laughs) one time uh ted the worship pastor was like i always call lance kevin Who? <laughs> he was talking about Neil. <laughs> uh, well, right on. Well, Jake, we're What's glad up? that you're here, dude. I'm happy to be here. It was a long walk for me. Yeah, yeah, all the way from the Nile. Yeah. The, that Nile cruise. That's right. So, Jake, you have spent some time overseas for a couple of years. That's right. Uh, lost your virginity recently. <laughs> and it's just been a really, really fun season for you, I think. Fun's the word I would say. <laughs> so, why don't you give us just a little overview, maybe for some, you know, we, we reference you, I think, almost in every episode. Uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. Well, I was here back when we were TFL Revolution podcast. Yeah. Then I took a flight away for a while <laughs> and then uh i just got back to the states in february and then got married april 2nd and then went on my honeymoon and then i've been on the road since you know <laughs> on Traveling, the road again hanging so we were just in seattle spoke at some churches met some people just got back yesterday recording the podcast <laughs> <laughs> well it sounds like a an exciting exciting uh some season. would say fun, even. <laughs> That's what I would say. 
Uh, well, anyways, guys, it's really good to be uh, back in the swing of things. Dakota, it's been a while since uh, we've it's seen each other. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, mine was better. <laughs> Our last Cross Choke episode was actually in August of 2021. Sheesh. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It seems like a long time ago, and it is a long time ago. <laughs> because it was. Because it was. You know, we, we have gone, um, spent most of our time on Patreon with Cross Choke mm-hmm. Pluses and stuff, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, it's really good to be back. It's really great to see you. It's been, been August since I've seen you, you know, almost a year. <laughs> Pretty much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cross Choke, a podcast from the Fight Life Ministries, and thank you for joining us. If you just start sitting here and you're like, you know what? I want some more. Join us on Patreon because we got all sorts of exclusive content right over patreon.com slash TFL Ministries. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we did make a couple of um, adjustments on there. Uh, Like I said, we've been busy on on recording Cross Choke Pluses. We've actually recorded uh, our 29th episode just last a couple weeks ago. And then, but alongside that, we actually recorded, or sorry, we actually recruited um, a couple more team members. Jake, you are one of them. Let's uh, go. Louie is our boy. He's also on our cross choke team. Mm-hmm. And so between the four of us, uh, the hope was to not only get a little bit more consistent in our content, but also um, give a little bit more variety, um, a little bit more um, leadership punch in the middle of all of it. And so I think it's been really, really healthy over the last couple months. It's been fun. Yeah, and so I just want to say oh, thanks yeah. for joining that team. Again, our, our QVCA, quality, value, consistency, authenticity. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our... That's our, us. Uh, our, that's, that's me. I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. I take quality. You guys could have the other ones. Yeah, whatever they are, you know. <laughs> but either way, we've been hard at work over there kind of recruiting our team. Our hope is to uh, have a cross-choke, regular like cross-choke episode at least once a month. And then in between, kind of have a couple other cross stroke pluses. Um, I know we have a cross punch episode kind of in the works as well with Dakota. So some fun things happening. So we want to make sure that our, our digital space is staying fresh um, and the content is, is continuing to be uh, beneficial to our audience and each other. Uh, now so, tell me about the ads because the ads are like my favorite part of any podcast. So I've gotten feedback that people hate our ads. <sighs> yeah, like like three or different four people at fights. So like I, I would talk to a guy at at uh, in Great Falls. He was like, "Oh man, love the podcast. Don't like when you started adding ads." Are these the same people that don't like announcements? Well, no one likes them. You guys just sold out, man. You know, went for the ads. <laughs> Coca Cola. So what what Dakota's saying? Um, <laughs> what Dakota's referring to is we're taking ads out altogether. So it used to be on Patreon. If you joined us for Purple Belt or Brown Belt. You get early access and ad free, but now it's just going to go to early ads, early access. Ooh. So, you know, just in doing so, I think it's just going to keep a little bit more purity in what we do and keep us listener driven. Meaning, like, if you're a listener out there and you want to support our podcast, you could do so on Patreon. Right. So that you being know. said, let's roll our first ad. <laughs> is your beard? Is your lawn as patchy as Zach's beard? Want a break from the ads? <laughs> Go to wingredient.com. <laughs> Award-winning wing sauce mix. <laughs> you know how many takes that took? <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, so that's something that, that you could see uh, as a change on there. And uh, also, if you want to support not only our podcast, but if you're interested in, in supporting our ministry as a whole, you can do that over on our website, tflministries.com slash support. It's no longer slash corner man. Uh, although all the verbiage is corner man. 
Um, I just thought it was way, way more streamlined if we just oh, yeah. slash support. So makes sense. That's right. Um, you so know, yeah. Dakota supports a lot of people. You mean, <laughs> just but not just, all of them financially. But not financially. <laughs> hey, we all do our part, man. That's right. <laughs> Dakota does a big part. <laughs> the biggest part. As some so might Dakota, say. part of what we've been doing over the last year really is started to really focus on our chaplaincy events mm-hmm. so i wanted to talk about those a little bit you know we've been so so like we've taken a hiatus a little bit but you kind of became a lead pastor for a season here at journey it's true that was during that time it's true um did you have another baby during that time i actually had four more babies <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, another one on the way no i didn't i, I didn't remember. have another oh. baby i had a eighth month an eight. <laughs> eighth of a month of a baby. <laughs> I'm eight month old at our last episode of Cross Choke. That math blew my mind. <clears throat> okay. Quick math. So it, is that new, I guess, is what I'm getting at? No. Because it depends on it's your... not old. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. There's an answer. But I didn't know if you had, like, I, I have no I no idea on time. Yeah, I just didn't know if so, you had a baby. Zach, I've, I have five kids now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all girls Jake's, somehow. Jake's working on getting his dad a grandson. You know? <laughs> what can I say? You got a random text. Dude, we were on our honeymoon, <laughs> and my dad texts me, so, making me a grandson? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> hey, you know, Dakota's a great name. Works you for know? a boy or a girl. Dude, your dad is so funny because, you know, he was texting me about your old Honda, and yeah. he wants it detailed. And so... He's he's on this kick of calling me Z Daddy. <laughs> that is your name. <laughs> but coming from him, it's hilarious because he doesn't put LOL or anything. No, he just text. says, "Hey Z Daddy." <laughs> so then I'm calling him D Daddy. You know, his name's Dan. So I kind of want to text Dan just because it'd be fun. Like I want to get a text from him that says. What did he say about the tacos? <laughs> Dude, he just texted me tacos. <laughs> That was it. No context. No need. I was like, nice. <laughs> Dude, the one day we were driving by the church, I'm with my dad, and he goes, who the heck is that guy? It was Dakota. <laughs> like, is that guy breaking into the church? <laughs> Should he be by your house? Yeah. I worry about that all the time, that if like the alarm goes off at the church and the cops show up, They'll just arrest me on scene immediately. <laughs> like, this guy's up to no good. There's well, dude, I'm like walking my laundry over, and it's like midnight, and I'm afraid I'm gonna get stabbed or something. All my clothes stolen. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, Jake lives at the church. Yeah, right in the <laughs> right under the the um, sanctuary. He right has pew the... pew one. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the baptismal tank is my bathtub. Oh, dude, that'd be kind of cool. Water gets pretty cold in there. oh well very cool so yeah anyhow it's been a busy year jake's back dakota's back i'm back we're we're all back in black that's right so but anyhow it's been a busy busy season for tfl we went to i was i was doing the numbers we were at nine uh nine fight events since august of last year wow let's go yeah so we hit nine nine fight events and um you know what's really cool is is like for me learning you know that that your ministry you know or whatever you do is always developing Mm -hmm. you know like so like say like like churches make you know like uh mission statements or whatever you want to call it like uh 
purpose statements, you know, values and core values and things like that. And like, sometimes they stay the same for like 20 years, Yeah, you know, which is okay, but they don't need to stay the same just for staying the same. Right. You know, like it's okay to develop them and change them. And so over the last year, I really kind of found that with TFL that it's, you know, we're very much on the front end of what this ministry looks like, you know, but we're building structure and figuring out what, what the, the viability of week to week ministry as TFL. But what I learned is like, as you develop, you do have to stay central to like a certain purpose statement. Like what is, what is our vibe? What is our vision? What are we trying to do? Like our core values, those will stay the same. Yeah. But the, but the mission might change or how you get there. Yeah. Or even the core values might change. You know, those core values might only be for a certain time for a certain demographic. Right. You know, but as the, as your ministry adapts and stuff. So you know, you, you just got to be willing to be flexible with what you do. So just want to say thank you to everybody out there. And especially, you know, all the connections that we've made with churches. And like, that's been a big part of our ministry is about halfway through. Like, you know, we, we want to make a lasting impact on fighters and competitors and whoever we come across at these fight events. And, you know, rather than just being like, Hey, we'll see you next time. You know, we try to do follow up with some guys that we connect with and just, you know, be, be connected. Right. Um, but we found that it's, it's, pretty difficult when you're you know you get like five or six contacts a fight mm-hmm. and you know we hit three fights in in uh in a month um april or something like right. you know so it's kind of a lot and we only have like three of us and so what we started to do is um like start to work with some local churches you know and be like hey you know connecting local fighters to local churches and i think that's going to give us a long-term yeah. uh, impact on some of these guys so some good things happening uh behind the scenes and uh, we actually hosted our own fight event as well yep. in December. You know, that was pretty cool. We brought in uh, Jamie Montero to preach. We had five fights, I think. Yep. Yeah, five fights. Journey Youth was a big sponsor of it. Journey Church was a big sponsor. And so it, it ended up being pretty cool. It was a good first shot for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't do too well on a couple things, but mostly, like, I would give us a, a, a really good first big fight event because it's not really our first one. You know, like back in the day when we uh, we would go to Lewistown, Jake was at like every one of those. Uh, from the very first one where we put puzzle mats on down the floor and on just floor and let Anthony, Anthony and Alex just pound on each other, <laughs> bleeding all over. And then like I just started preaching. I didn't realize during that one that I actually commentated live. That oh, fight. Oh, yeah. dude! I was sitting in the chair going, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> and then we had music going because I, I knew it could be awkward. Oh yeah. You know, totally. just sitting there watching these well, guys. Well, and these beat guys, the and the, the mats are sliding all around on the floor, and like <laughs> they're bleeding. All, I, was it Anthony that started bleeding? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And then he had a, a white tank top, and there was blood all over his tank top. That's so cool. <laughs> and we started praying for kids. It was awesome. So, anyhow, all of that together, it's been a pretty busy season for TFL support raising things like that. Dakotas just keep having babies. Yeah, um, Jake's starting to Can't help it. You know, <laughs> it's a great season. We're we're all you know, it's really good. I, so what can I say? <laughs> Sputnik, you're, you're welcome. The gospel. <laughs> that was great. All together now. Gospel. The gospel. Oh, All right, guys. So on today's discussion, we're looking at this idea of what the gospel is why does it matter why should we care uh where are we in the middle of this and we just want to kind of i was gonna say dissect but that's like not the word i'm looking for 
Open up. Open up, you know. Uh, Read do, it do, like a book. We want to do a little surgery We want to chew you know? on it. Oh, I hate that. Titus <laughs> says that all the time. Chew on it. He's like, oh, let's just chew on this. You know, like, bro, oh. That's like the worst sound <laughs> ever. I hate that. Dude, and like almost, almost every time we get online and play a game, it's either Louie or Dakota <laughs> eating is just bones. munching down <laughs> on like Captain Crunch glass. Or celery. Why did you pronounce celery? <laughs> but like I, I've grown a lot. Okay, but it's still just inside my heart, just pain. That when the I'll mute you when like, the ketchup bottle know. farts. Yeah, that's, that's Zach's other favorite sound. That, that's a pretty bad one. But yeah, when somebody's just like, all right. So what I want to do is start out with. Uh, looking at our, we did kind of a survey online, just on my Facebook. Um, we had about 30 different comments on it. And so what I wanted to do was just kind of read some of these and see what people think, um, what we think. Now, by no means are we going to try to pretend that we have the exact answer on this, because I think God is so complex. The good news is so big, but yet it, it's it's uh, still comprehensible to us right. in different ways. And I do think there's an aspect of the gospel that makes it specific to you in the moment. Right. You know, and so I think we have to approach this conversation with a little bit of flexibility, with some gentleness, but yet there are a lot of non-negotiables to what the gospel is at the same time. Sure. So um, if, if you commented on this, we're, we're going to kind of maybe read that right now. We're going to roast you. And uh, just be ready for us to just tell you how dumb you are, okay? <laughs> <laughs> By no means is that what we're trying to do. So I don't want that to come across. Uh, like that. This is just a, an open discussion on what the gospel is. So, and, and maybe too, like we'll try to dissect some of the Christianese behind what a lot of people Ooh, say what the gospel good. is, because sometimes we say things and it's like, well, what does that even really yeah. mean? You know, and some things are really far off too. So, I mean, but again, I'm not going to read your name on this, but uh, there's just some interesting, interesting discussion here. So, uh, what I said was, all right, here's a little survey in one sentence. What would you say the gospel is? Because I didn't want people to be like copy and paste like 15 like <laughs> paragraphs or something from so. genesis to revelation so somebody said a solid foundation to base your life from okay god's plan to save fallen humanity through faith in jesus uh saving grace the good news about jesus and god's plan for us um let's see another person said the gospel is that jesus died on our behalf saving us from our sins and restoring our relationship with god and will one day come back again to judge and restore the world um, another person just said faith, uh, being healed, saved, and delivered by Jesus' blood. Um, another person goes, the Bible, or so it says, Bible is the owner's manual that unlocks the secret to operating life and using the sport mode key to God's power. <laughs> Don't know exactly what that means, but. <laughs> oh, no, on, you do. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you unlock the, the fifth gear of, of God's sport mode convertible? You know, it's that turbo, bro. The. V8 Hemi. I was going to say the V8 Hemi. Another person just said life. Um, Another one goes freedom from our selfish ambitions to a fulfilling and full bringing life to fruition. I don't know if that's a typo or what, but another person just said salvation, God's word. Uh, Somebody quoted Romans 3, 21 through 25. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, I think that's more than one. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Instructions were difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I'm not going to roast them because I wrote too much and didn't give me their own answer. <laughs> uh, another person said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. 
Okay. Life-changing truth that can heal you from within. Um, just a couple more here. Uh, path to righteousness, alive, uh, good news, what God has planned for us. Um, forgiveness for an infi- infinitely abominable continuous crime. Wow. Try to say <laughs> that five times fast. In an infinite, infinitely, infinitely abominable. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> A gift of sonship on God's not earned, what on God not earned by any merit of our own, and justice for the righteous wrath God has the authority to dispense. I think this person opened up a thesaurus and was like, <laughs> "All right, here we go." Uh, it's 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 pretty good though. That's like, probably I, my favorite one. You got to read so it like far. five times. Um, but okay, good. Right on. Uh, just a couple left here. And they use some caps here. It was pretty fun. Oh. Um, Christ is love, truth, and all that is good. He is spirit. That's all I'm going to read. Um, <laughs> there's like, wait, they did a lot more. Yeah. Honest, um, honesty with yourself and others. Hmm. Uh, the best story to tell. His promise to me. The truth, the good news of Christ, the Son of God. And the last two here say ransom from the grave and God's word. So given those 30 or so comments... What I wanted to do is see what you guys think as a whole, looking at all of them, kind of just keeping them in mind. What do you think the perception? Now, this is only 30 of my friends who are willing to comment. Okay, So this is not a good overall survey. But what would you say the overall, for lack of a better term, vibe of (laughs) these answers are? I think they are generally self-focused and maybe not even purposefully. But I think that, for the most part, a lot of them miss the mark. I think, too, often, like, what we've seen is people are confusing, like, the gospel with the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like, those two things go hand in hand. Not saying that they aren't intertwined with each other. Right. But, like, is the gospel just this one book? Like, is it the Bible or is it the message of the Bible? Right. Yeah. And I don't know if you do you want us to explain in our own terms what we think? Because when I think of the gospel, I simply think of the good news. And so um, if it's not the good news for someone, I don't think that's hitting the mark, if that makes sense. Sure. So you mean like like uh, like if you were to like because the good news can be whatever I want it to be. That's true. You know, or what do you mean? Because some of the answers were like honesty to others right or like a good way to live your life yeah but that's not the good news and when i say good news i don't just mean like i read in the newspaper and it made me happy i mean like the life-changing fact that christ came to this earth died and then rose again on our behalf and is coming back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right you know like uh there's a sermon out there i've referenced it multiple times of 10, 10 shekels in a shirt. And I love love that sermon. You can find it online. I think I threw it on somewhere on our website at some point. But it talks about humanism. And this idea, not to go too deep here, but basically that people think God wants them to be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, And I think we mix this projection that God wants me to be happy, and that's me mixing this what the gospel is with God wanting me to be happy. So mm-hmm. it's a good thing to base my life yeah. on. And, and again, not that you're wrong, but you're not right, (laughs) Right. you know, because I, I, 
it's not anybody else's fault that they don't know. Right. You know, so as, as ministers, as pastors, or as whatever we do in our lives, it's important that we approach people with that gentleness of like ignorance, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's okay. You know, like, what do you think it is? Right. And then let's work from there, yep. you know? And so, but I think that a lot of what we, what I just read from those comments kind of not, not some of them were totally like, in my opinion, what I would say spot on. Right. Some of them were not really close at all, but I would say the majority of them as a whole would be this idea that, that God wants me to be happy. So the gospel is this. And I think yeah. we've, in church history have gone through trends of like what the gospel is. Cause you know, like the eighties and nineties, there was that big emphasis on like prosperity gospel. Like if you do this, God will bless you. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're moving towards a, I don't know what I'd call it. Like a secular gospel of like, sure. You should be motivated to do this, but it's like, what is this? You know, yeah. like that gospel is like live your best life, you know, make, God has such great plans for you, but what is that? Like, what does that even mean, mm-hmm. you know, in our secular society today? Yeah. Yeah. So let's ask this question. What, what does it matter? So what, you know, you could kind of reference some, some Bible um, verses or whatever, but like, what does it matter that we know what the gospel is, is kind of my question. And I'll start with saying that, we are created beings and God desires a relationship with us. Yeah. And I think that we have to start there, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise we start to project kind of a legalistic or formalities or that secular, like um, do this and you get this in return kind of style prosperity stuff. But I think to start this discussion off, everything revolves around this desire of God wanting a relationship with his, mm-hmm. his children. Yeah. You know, and I think that is where we start in why does it matter? Because it starts with God. God is like where we start from. It's not like anything we can make, (laughs) you know, but it all starts with, with his heart. And so, um, maybe we could just kind of start there. What do you think it matters that we know what the gospel is? I think if we lose our focus of what the gospel is, then we lose our understanding of what the goal of the gospel is. Mm -hmm. Because if we focus on, you know, the gospel is about me and it's my happiness and it's my life then it becomes very individualistic. Yeah. But the truth is the gospel's for everybody. You know, like you said, God desires a relationship with everyone. And if that gospel becomes, oh, well, it's all about me and not it's all about us as a fallen humanity, then it's like, yeah. well, it's mine. Why why do I need to share it? Why do I need to talk about it? That's and great. that's a very religious thought too. You know, there, there are a lot of religions, um, you know, saying the Christianese thing that, being a Christian isn't religious and that it's relationship, which is corny, but true. Um, but a lot of religions that say, um, this is for me and not for you kind of mm. a thing. Like Jehovah's witnesses mm. where like, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to hear about the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> Welcome to the phone and go movie information they, line. They heard, they heard me talking for about show that. times. Press <laughs> on. <laughs> what so, did you say about me? <laughs> So, like, about Jehovah's Witnesses, um, I feel like that religion as a whole misses the mark of the gospel because a core tenet of their faith is that God only chooses 144,000 of the best to go into heaven with him. Right, the elect. So, if I was a Jehovah's Witness, I wouldn't want to tell anybody about the gospel. Right. My thought would be, like, in in all of the 
billions of people that have lived <laughs> haven't they filled that up yet like it, it's got to be full by now you once, know? once you're in you're not guaranteed to be in right. those, those last couple 40,000 are changing they all the cycle time. in and out in and out <laughs> yeah you know and and just the the keeping it very simple you know because the gospel isn't complicated in in that it's God's heart for people and that's what I always go back to now there I will say there is kind of a s- subjective nature to what the individual might need to hear at that moment. Right. For because sure. you know like like for example like let's say here's here's kind of a, a fair definition you know that we've all agreed on that that Jake said it at some point you've said it at some point it was in one of the comments is like okay Christ came and lived the perfect life to be the sacrifice for our sins came back to life proving himself to be God conquering death hell and the grave proving himself to be God we are joined with him in that new life and then he's left but is coming back yeah. yeah you know i mean he died he came and uh wait he came he died and he's coming back yeah rose and came back yeah. so i mean just kind of this whole idea of this three-part um god coming to save mankind yeah. you know and he's coming back so i mean just kind of this general uh, theology definition almost but now in the middle of that you know that that aspect of the gospel in Let's say I'm sharing the gospel with somebody. Okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, saying, okay, God God loves us. He came and died for you on the cross, and he's coming back again. You know, I, I want to share this with, with, say, you, Dakota, right? Okay. Bring Is it on. I need to be sensitive to what the Spirit's doing in you. Yeah. Because you might not need to hear all of that right now. Right, for sure. You, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I don't need to, to do a, a home run on you of slapping you with, like, this, this <laughs> solid theology right. that I've worked hard to memorize and get through to you but if i'm not sensitive to like man maybe dakota just needs to hear this idea that jesus is hope right that there's hope for you so that's where you're saying like the gospel can be different that's what i mean like it's the same but it can be different right um in aspects to different people Mm -hmm. well because like our culture and our upbringing shapes so much of what we understand you know because like if you want to share the gospel with a buddhist who believes in rebirth and rebirth and rebirth and finally reaching that nirvana of breaking the cycle and you tell them jesus died for your sins so that you could live forever well that sounds terrible they're like i I am literally trying not to live forever like that's that's their whole thing Mm -hmm. but then if you say you know jesus died so that we could have freedom from sin Mm -hmm. and it relates to them in a better way it's like oh well good because yeah we have to know our audience and like zach said like what is the spirit speaking to that person specifically and Mm -hmm. you know maybe we can't know that but Mm-hmm. go into it prayerfully yeah and there's and you know sometimes the holy spirit helps us break rules right i mean you could savage uh, but for real like you know say if you're with a cab driver that you'll never see again in your life and you feel the urge to tell him about christ i mean you could just shotgun him with <laughs> truth you know yeah. like hey jesus is the way you need to go to him and ask him for forgiveness of your sin. like you know you'll never see that guy again right but he got to hear the gospel right you know or there's like the other route where you could like hey let's go to coffee let's meet over a period of six weeks right you know and slowly let's look at this because what one thing i found and this is like with tfl and uh you know i was talking about kind of incorporating churches and our, our whole goal is to see the fight world get saved mm-hmm. and by by getting saved is every one of that we come in contact with we desire for them to have an intimate relationship with jesus that is life-saving and changes the course of who they are life altering life all yeah just i mean just that they get wrecked by jesus that's our goal amen so what i found 
is every moment you spend with a person is setting in motion discipleship. Mm -hmm. You know, like discipleship happens long before someone says yes to Jesus. You know, like you're, you're discipling all the time. And so that has really helped me not be so hard on myself that like, man, I'm not presenting a full gospel message to every person I see every time. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, we just plant seeds. Yeah. Like, everything we do is planting seeds. And it could be like, and sometimes it's like fishing, right? You know, sometimes you have the wrong bait. Hmm. But but when, you know, like, so so like say if I just met you, I want to, what, what is your vibe? You know, what is Jake's vibe? Let's see. Like, let me talk about Jesus a little bit. Let me see how he is. Is he resistant? Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's, let's offended. just see. Yeah. <laughs> is he offended? Is he open to it? Maybe he's already a Christian and I didn't know. Right. You know, like maybe he was a Christian, has been hurt by the yeah. church. And yep. so like the the theology to, mm-hmm. isn't what's important, but the, the people that have hurt him are, yep. you know, and so it's yep. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you got to kind of, again, I, I think we can't go too hard sometimes <laughs> with like spitting the threefold gospel message. Right. Although that like we need to know that what we we need to know what we understand. And then be able to repackage it. But I think being sensitive to where people are is a really important part in letting the gospel impact them in a way that to its fullest potential. Yeah. Now to look at um, this last part of it here is, well, not last part, just like the next part of this discussion. So, you know, why does the gospel matter? Yeah. God's heart for people and our role in that of, of... we get to play a part in spreading that message. He, in, he he wants us to be a part of that. So now this is kind of the, the where we could get some fun answers here. We're not going to roast anybody by name, but we might roast your comment. Okay. Is, and please, it's not offensive. We're not trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but if I, I think also we can't be afraid to hurt people's feelings. For like sure. if you're wrong, the you're wrong. Correction is you know a good okay. thing. Yeah, you know? we learn. Rebuke might be Re- a good. Term. That sounds even worse. Than you know, it does you know what worse. doesn't belong in casual conversation? Abomination. <laughs> <laughs> you know what doesn't belong in a party chat on PSN? Captain Crunch. <laughs> well, so now for the last part of this discussion or next part of this discussion, whatever, is hitting home. What is the gospel? We've yeah. hinted at a few things, you know, saying like it could be hope to Dakota or whatever, and we kind of looked at the theology of it. But let's let's say this is in your your definition, okay? Um, you know, we've all heard different things from different trainings, or you know what we've what we've learned in all of our uh, um, schooling or whatever. But like in your words, as most as you can, what does the gospel mean in your own own uh, verbiage? I guess in my own verbiage, the gospel means that uh, someone has dedicated their life to Christ by being known to the understanding that God came to earth in human form, died for our sins as a perfect sacrifice, rose from the grave, and is coming back. Okay. Would that be salvation, though? Isn't salvation the gospel? Okay, that's a good question. So what do you think? I or would you, disagree do, with you. Would you say that they're the same? Because the way that you started mm. that, the the ending and the beginning, so is the gospel is somebody accepting that Jesus came and died and is coming back? I guess that's the 
goal is okay. for someone to accept that. Okay. And see, I would say that the gospel is the message in which they accepted. Yeah. Like, because we've seen a lot of people say like, oh, the gospel is God's word. And I think the gospel is the message of God's word, which is God created us. We were separated from him through our sin. He came, died, his blood covered that sin. And so now we have new life in him and he will come back again to make all things right in this world because this world that we live in is continually like what I really liked about that one person. It's continuously a, mm. oh, a yeah. continuous crime of abomination Obama, yeah, against yeah. God. And so until he returns, we're going to live in that. Um, but I think that the gospel is the accepting of that message, like that the, the gospel message and then the person being saved is accepting that gospel message. Would you say the gospel is them accepting it or the presentation of it? I think the gospel is the message, like that they that we present and they accept. Yeah, and so then once the they accept the gospel message, that's what salvation is. Sure. And something like a little, like just in Arabic and living overseas for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, Muslims call the Bible, like the physical book. Elingil, and that word for Christians means the gospel, and so like they mm. continually confuse it oh, with each other. They're interchangeable, and they are constantly battling against each other on what it really means. So like Christians don't normally call the Bible Elingil. That word refers to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Oh, gotcha. But then the Christians call the Bible as a whole Kitab al-Muqaddas, the Holy Book. And so it's funny to hear like a lot of people say, oh, it's God's word. Because mm. like the Muslims understand the gospel to be just the Bible. And so it's, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Like we do the same have thing. Have people confusing the same thing. They don't yeah. fully understand what it means. No, it's good. Because it, and understandably, it's, it's tough, you know. And like you said, sure. like, especially from different preachers who come from different contexts who we are influenced by. Mm-hmm. Their gospel, their gospel, mm. <laughs> right? But like, you know, their presentation or teaching on the gospel yeah. differs from that of another preacher. For sure. Although it's always sourced in the same thing, but again, even their flair on it is their flair on it. Right. You know, um, but I think taking a step back from it, you know, that the whole world needs to hear the good news that Jesus saves. Yeah. I mean, really, as is like an overbroad blanket statement, but... And then we kind of do that specifically, like like you said, like we're going to present the gospel a little different to the mechanic up the street than to the Buddhist at his temple. But Zach, let me ask you, why would you change an unchanging God? <laughs> how, how could you even think of doing that? Did we ever tell you about that, Dakota? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because, and we've said it a million times, like <laughs> we're not changing the gospel and we're not changing who God is, but we're changing the way that we present it. Because yeah. we, you can't, I mean, yeah. present it the same way to every person on earth. That like, same person yeah. asked me, why, why could you disrespect God's house by hosting youth events in it? Like, for instance, a Nerf war. Like, that is a total yeah, disrespect. Abomination. It, it kind of relates to the same thought, though. It does, yeah. That's a way to reach people mm-hmm. and present the gospel to them that wasn't being done before. And it's the same thing with, like, Inspire Fight Night. You know I mean? That's another venue in which we bring the same hope 
mm-hmm. through. Right. You know, it's through the, through through a cage door or through a Nerf bullet. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, the goal is still the same. The same people. messages for That's all right. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. You're just getting them there different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we learn a different language to present the same hope. You know, it's it's all a means in which we try to deliver that that message. And then from there, though, one one thing that I wanted to ask and we'll wrap this up is what the gospel isn't. The gospel is not us saving people. Mm-hmm. And that's something important to understand as well. Yeah. Like, like I'm not responsible for your decision on Christ. Right. right. You know, and, and I think sometimes as Christians, we could get pretty hard on ourselves for that because like, yeah. say we're pouring into somebody and like, and they're just not, they're not on right. board, you know? And like, sometimes we see it as a personal failure on our end. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, man, did I not say something right? You know? And, and of course, like we could get better and better at it. Sure. But never lose the genuine authenticity yeah. of a conversation and just learning together. Because, like, I love in Second Timothy when when Paul tells Timothy, like, um, you know, he's just hitting it hard at the end of that book. And in the middle of there, right at the end, he goes, and work at telling others the good news. Right. You know, you got to work at it. Like, our TFL motto, suck at it till you don't. Like, Let's go. <laughs> you know, and so know that God's grace covers your incomplete presentation of the gospel. Yeah. Although... It's our responsibility to know it well. Right. It's, it's almost reassuring in a way, and uh, this may sound heretical, but it's reassuring to know that God doesn't need us. Mm-hmm. No, I would but say that's spot he, on. Yeah, like, but it's... I had a hard time for that when weird. I was younger. Yeah. Fine. Like, why am I on this earth? <laughs> but it's that God wants to use us, but he doesn't need us. Even, And it reminds me in Romans when it's talking about um, the the person that n- has never heard the gospel presented to them clearly, but they know that God is real because God is showing himself off right. through he all creation. continually reveals mm-hmm. himself. So God doesn't need us per se, but we get to be a part of the gospel message. Right. He allows us to be a part of what he's already doing. That's yeah. Right. That's right. And wants us to be a part of it. And I think... Like you said, Zach, like, I think what the gospel isn't is it's not self-centered. And that's not to say the gospel mm. isn't for you specifically, but it's not only yours. It's it's for all people, and it's our responsibility to share that. Yeah, that's good. And that reminds me of, like, like what is God's desire for us? And it's to to cleanse us, to purge us of all things that are unholy, because he is a holy God, yeah. you know, because there cannot be anything that is sinful in his presence. Right. And the delivery of that Jesus saves is so he could cleanse our lives and purge us of all things that are, that are preventing us from being seen as holy and blameless before him. Something that we cannot do on our own, no matter how much we try, no matter how much we do like that is, um, you know, like, uh, uh Matthew 25, where he's like, come to me, all you who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. Right. Like that is a huge statement for that time because, it was all in the, the, the context of legalistic uh, religious rituals and, and, and things to try to make yourself better, you know, and we cannot do that on our own. And we will never be seen as holy on our own power. We right. have to say yes to that invitation that God gives. Yeah. And so our responsibility is that is to, to, to have the feet to carry that message of saying, you don't have to do it on your own. Yeah. You know, Jesus paid that price. And so... There's another way to say what the gospel is, but I think it's important for us to know that that is, I think, what God wants at the end of it is that relationship. 
but that happens through you getting wiped clean as white as snow. And the only way that that happens is by saying yes to Jesus. And the only way that that happens is by you hearing that Jesus saves and giving you a chance to respond to that. But how can they hear unless we go? Right, Romans, whatever that is. 18? <laughs> 10. 10, yeah. I love that verse. I love that that passage. You know, like how beautiful are the feet of those who carry the good news and it goes through all of it. If you reverse engineer it, you know, like the starting point, if you read it backwards almost, mm-hmm. is like, you know, how can they call on him unless whatever it is. How they, oh, sure. Uh, how can they call on the one of whom they have not heard? Yeah, and, and then it goes through that. But if you go backwards, it, it kind of gives you like a, a game plan. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no. know, it's kind of cool. I thought you were saying reverse engineer, like read it with the opposite tone. Like how <laughs> ugly are the feet of those that <laughs> sit at home? <laughs> Not bad. Come on. Come you, on. Because you could see what scripture's saying and what it isn't saying. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, That's funny. funny. So um, in closing in this discussion, you know, there, there's a lot of different ways, but just kind of an open, open topic on it um, is if you guys wanted to share, like, what is a takeaway that we could kind of, just bring together, you know, I kind of just said a bunch of stuff, but, um, maybe for you, like what, what, you know, kind of maybe for our audience to kind of take home. Cause we looked at a lot of different things. Yeah. So maybe to kind of bring it together, you know, just maybe for you, um, what would it look like in what is the gospel? Why does it matter? What should we do about it? Yeah. One takeaway with those prompts is that in a me centered culture and society that we live in, Remember that the gospel is not me-centered. It's hmm. good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, if if the gospel is the, the, the message of the Bible, and that is by which that message is what saves us, then we have to share it with other people. Like, we can't ignore the fact that if we don't tell people, they're not going to hear about it. Hmm. And even though we know that God is at work and God is revealing himself better than we could ever do it that doesn't excuse us from taking a part in what his plan is to reach the whole world it's good yeah so for anybody listening to this just uh in your own walk you know think about what where you're at in this you know what does the gospel mean to you does it line up with what the gospel outline and the scriptures are you know and then are you doing your part in uh in sharing it and we want to hear about it so uh if we could help you in any way you know with uh evangelizing and resource you that's that's part of what we want to do so make sure you let us know the the correct coined term is pre-source <laughs> oh you mean what are the other ones pray P- pinvest yes pinvest <laughs> pray pre-source that was still like one of the funniest things like <laughs> i think about that a lot and i also think about i'm just turning on my broadcast really quick <laughs> the random the random things that go through our heads i'm like, broadcasting wow. i'm broadcasting right now <laughs> Yeah. Let's just bring me s- such joy. Pinvest. Nothing further, Your Honor. All right, for one of our most popular segments, Dakota, we are bringing back our uh, cross examination. This is a fantastic moment in. Let me, let me rephrase that. This is what makes the podcast what it is, I think. Yes. I love this part. So, I, I love the term cross-examination. <laughs> it's like a trial. It's like the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. Oh, man. I mean, Amber Turd, yeah. oh. as she's Ta- talk about known. <laughs> talk about, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, not prime time. 
prime time, though. Uh, like, yeah, it's the O.J. Simpson. There we go. That's it, our, it's, it's our generation's O.J. Simpson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And every time I'm on TikTok, someone's live streaming it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I'll watch. A Dude, the other day, <laughs> I was scrolling through TikTok, and I'm I had 12 videos in a row. <laughs> Oh, and it, maybe it's because I watch it and the algorithm's like, oh, you want this. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you keep it coming, man. <laughs> You're like, that's right. <laughs> All right. So in our, uh, in our cross-examination, this is kind of an improv moment. So we've, we've put some different flares on this before. So what I have is a, a deck from Poddex. Uh, these are episode ideas. Okay. But what I like is they're also like topic ideas, like on the spot. So what we'll do right now is... Um, I'm going to read the first one. Dakota, you could go first. All right. So what I want you to do is I'm going to read this. It's going to tell you to do something. I'm ready. Okay. And now what I want you to do is you're going to have one minute to do whatever it tells you to do. So sometimes we've done like one minute on the fly sermons or, you know, whatever this is. So let's just start simple and um, you're going to just do whatever this tells us. I'm ready. Ready? So first one. (laughs) Create a hashtag. And talk to your audience about what they could use posting it. Okay, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do has has <laughs> we're gonna do hashtag the way it used to be. Okay, and uh, and basically you're gonna need to present the gospel to someone um, just the the good old the good old way. So um, I want you to use this hashtag, seconds. but but. Don't use any technology in doing it. So we're talking pigeon carrier. We're talking snail mail, uh, letter in a bottle, um, any any means like that with the hashtag, just no technology. And what was the hashtag one more time? Uh, <laughs> the way it, it used hash, to be. The hashtag the way it used to be. Okay. So we're, we're going old school evangelism. That's right. That's right. Everything everything that we just said. Preaching on to, the corner. Uh, yeah, everything that we just said that, do, that doesn't work anymore, Dakota wants you to try it. Yep, exactly. Right. <laughs> Pro- prove to us why Door it doesn't knocking. work. Amen. <laughs> Good job. All right. Hey, um, so now you could read. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could pick like the first three, and you could either go to Jake and I, and we'll um, put whatever parameters, one minute Can I just sermon, pick one out of the middle? Whatever you want to do. Who's it for? Um... It's it's for Jake. Okay. And it says what I learned about myself this quarter. Go. Any parameters? That's what, what I want, learned no, no, no. about. What do you want to do? Then what would you yeah, want? What do you want me yeah. to? Do? I want you to answer it truthfully. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. But uh uh you can't use any personal terms like me myself or I. Hmm. Okay, read the question again. What I learned about myself this, this quarter. quarter yep. Yeah. But with no personal pronouns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know, I've learned that, uh, <laughs> you know, m- many people understand that the human experience is one that is a continual understanding of the understanding that Amen. we as humans don't understand ourselves very well. And so when all people become self-aware, everybody wins. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
Wow, oh, you, that, was, that was beautiful. You really learned a lot. I. <laughs> wow. first, literally the first thing I said. So I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to hand it to JJ? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's what my friends call me. Hey there, JJ. Hey there, big boy. <laughs> okay. My name is Mike, but Mike, my nickname is... <laughs> you can call me Kevin. But my <laughs> nickname's Henry. All I heard was you could call me Mike, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zach. Three things... Okay. I am excited about right now. Okay. Is that is that what it says? That's what it says. Okay, Three now. things I'm excited about okay. right now. Okay. Okay. And any parameters or anything? Go ahead. Okay, cool. So, uh, number one, I'm excited about this opportunity to self-understand who I am. No, I'm kidding. Um, one thing I'm really excited about right now is the Academy. Um, in which I am part owner of at Imperial BJJ. It is a very healthy season for us. You know, we're, I, I feel like we're post, post-COVID, post you know, to where the business is doing pretty well. Um, our vibe, <laughs> I'm just on that word today, is is really healthy. Like, you know, uh, we're at the point now to where we're getting a lot of good feedback from people that haven't been there. And then, like, where they're like, oh, you come highly recommended, good reputation. We're like, cool. So, like, that's something I'm really, like, encouraged by and yeah. kind of exciting. Um, second thing that I'm really excited about right now is uh, support raising under TFL. So what that means is like I um, can start making a salary and making a budget for TFL from a monthly income from individuals and churches who want to um, partner with us. And so that's been kind of a journey that I've done over the last year as well. Uh, so that's kind of exciting, really stretching, really uh, kind of not humiliating in a way, but you're really vulnerable. But maybe humbling. You know. Humiliating. Yeah. yeah. In a way, like, it's a healthy thing, but it's like, it's just so. Well, you're presenting yourself yeah. to people in the hopes that they'll invest their money <laughs> in you. Like, that's that's hard. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's an exciting thing, you know, like, because that's, that's been, like, because I feel like I'm answering God's call on my life in a very real way to do TFL. And I've, and I've wrestled with that and re-questioned right. God and, like, gone back and forth um, with what that looks like. And I'm I, the reassurance that I am where he wants me to be, and if people want to partner with that, they can. So, and what's cool about that is, like, you allow God to show up by saying, okay, Lord, like, if, if this is what you've called me to, mm-hmm. then you'll provide the way for it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things I could say is my third thing. Well, you can only choose one. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. 15 though um really looking forward i'll go i'll just let everybody down really looking forward to uh trying out the people sandwich today the food truck yeah i'm gonna try their sliders what do you mean by letting us down well i thought like you know something more exciting like i think that's exciting fair enough i'm waiting for the I forgot the audience i have in review. front of me if god is for us <laughs> then who could be against us am i right you're yep. so right preach or preach well, amen to the uh, cross-examination, boys. Thank you. So, Good job. Good it. work, boys. Good work. Good work. And his name is John C. All right. So, walkout song of the week is uh, Wrist by Canon and Poetics, or Poetic Yes. Wrist or Risk? W-R-I-S-T. Wrist. 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 Like your... I flick my wrist. Yeah, yeah. Like you're playing basketball or... Yeah, yeah. Or riding the bike going vroom vroom. That's what he says. That's <laughs> what he says. I love it. Vroom vroom. It's uh, it's just a. Uh, uh... You know, we <laughs> at the last fight event we were at, you and I, mm-hmm. there was a guy there 
he was saying they don't like to do what what are they called submissions uh, on like your digits and stuff oh small small joint small joints and he was like dang it i have like the best wrist mm. manipulation wrist lock i was like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. and he was like i throw down with the wrist <laughs> like this it's might the, be a great it's song the dark for him. side of jujitsu dude a guy tried to wrist lock me in a blue belt tournament <laughs> i was like 12 it's like come on bro <laughs> they're illegal uh, for a lot of lower belt um ones they're pretty dangerous but Anyways, yeah, kind of a banger. Go check it out. Here it is. So, uh, Zach and I went and served in Helena. It was at the same fight event that you're referring to, I think, wasn't yes, it? Yes, with the with wrist. With the wrist lock. Yeah. And we were there serving with Anthony and uh, and Anthony's daughter and Emma. Emma. And it was a good time. And we, we were in a really cool venue. So, anyways, we um, it was really chill, really laid back, made some great connections. But afterwards, we were still tired because it was a fight event and ministry. And so... We wanted to grab some grub before we went back to Butte. And so um, I'm driving, and Zach's navigating, and we're going to... Are we all? That's right. <laughs> and we're going to... Oh, we wanted to go to Wendy's. Right. But they were closed. Oh, and, it, and it wasn't even late. It was like it wasn't 9.30, even, 10? I, it wasn't even 10 yet. It was like yeah. 9.30, and they were closed at 9. Like, yeah. what Wendy's closes at 9? So we're like, well, I guess... Taco Bell or McDonald's, so we were like, we're gonna go to McDonald's. So do you want to? Oh yeah, yeah. So so we so we were at an intersection. Wendy's is on our left. McDonald's is literally across the street. Okay. So it's it's pretty dark. There's like nobody in Helena at this yeah. time. So you know, so we turn onto the street and realize like the turn to go into McDonald's was like right away. So we missed it. Okay. So we were like, okay. So then we go down the street. Like a block, yeah. Like a pretty long block, yep. And then we turn into like this parking lot, like of Safeway, yeah. And then you got to like zigzag through this. Helena's just weird, it, yeah. yeah. And then you come back around, and then so we're on the other side of, of McDonald's at this point, and we realize the intersection because we missed the turn again. Like there was a, it was way before it, yeah. to, to get in there. So we realized we missed it again, and so we're like, crap. And so we're like, oh, we'll just go back on the street and make the turn that we missed earlier. But we realize. It's a one-way street. You can't turn right there. And we just turned on it for a block and a half to get around to the other <laughs> side of McDonald's. So we're looking at it and go, dude, that's a one-way? Are you kidding me? Like, Yeah, like we just drove on this. Yeah, we just drove for like a minute. And like past cars. Yeah, but, but they were on the other side like you think they would be. Like there was like one car. And so we're yeah. like, did that just happen? Yeah. So we were laughing about it like, this is crazy. Like, we could have just died. Yeah. So we get our McDonald's, and we're just laughing about it like, that was crazy, right? So we get out on there, and so then we turn the correct way on yeah. the street to get back to the highway, and and there's a light in front of us, and then cars coming towards us on the other side, a car coming towards us. And we're like, oh, so it must get back into a two-way there. And so we get through that light, and it wasn't. <laughs> he did the same he thing that yeah. you did. Yeah. Dude, like, something. So when it's, it's just one, okay, maybe it's our fault. When it's multiple people within maybe minutes. Maybe this is a flaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah something, something's got to be wrong there. Um, yeah, so that was pretty funny. And then something that I did just quickly, I was going to breakfast with my mom the other day. 
And this was really dumb. I feel I still feel bad about it. So she has this iPad Mini from like 2010. Okay. Like one of the first ones. Those are reliable. Though. You know, dude, this is an awesome little iPad, and it has games on it that aren't on the App Store anymore because she hasn't updated oh, it. Oh, like Flappy Bird. Bird. Yeah. It, dude, exactly. Sell that thing on eBay. Exactly. So it has like OG games on there that aren't on anything else. So I'm like, Mom, never update that iPad. Like, just keep it what right. it is. So when uh, whenever we go to like breakfast or whatever, we always bring this little iPad and play like marbles or games on it. Like, it's just kind of, That's it's, cool. it's just fun. You yeah. Know? So like, we do that all the time. And so um, we have our dog Thor who sits in the passenger seat and just gets hair over everything. So I was kind of a little grumpy, and I have the iPad. So I set the iPad on top of the car and Uh-oh. and clean off the seat. Okay. You know, so then we get in, and I left the iPad on top of the roof of the car. No. So we drive, uh, we're driving to breakfast, and you hear this thump. And I was like, I was like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, somebody must have thrown some of the car or whatever. Yeah. And then we get there and get to get out, and I'm like, oh, my heart dropped oh, because it was the no. stupid iPad. So immediately we turn around. And this is only a couple blocks. So we turn around, nowhere, <gasps> nowhere. Like, literally nowhere. And location services weren't turned on. on oh, because dude. in 2010, everybody's like, I don't want Apple to know of where I am. Of course not, right. You know? So location services weren't on on it. And so I'm like, crap. So that was the whole thing. But oh, the update dude. on it is, so somebody picked it up immediately. Like, it was right by town pump. So there was, it just must have fell off. Somebody grabbed it. Because, like, it was nowhere. I walked the whole right. way, too. Like, I was like, crap. And I'm praying, like, oh, God, I'm sorry. That's stupid. So... Um, I get a notification on my phone, you know, cause I'm like, so I, I, I it's not on find my iPhone because it just was too old 12 years ago. Yeah. So I just never like, but I see all my other devices that I've busted and crap and I'm like, Oh, I should clean this up. So I get a notification that, uh, this email is using my Apple ID for messenger. And I was like, Oh, oh. but I'm like, I could use this. <laughs> right. So then I go into find my iPad or find my, or I think it's called find my now. Right. But, right. um, I see that the iPad was activated as Queen B's iPad. I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, what? So I went into it, and you could activate it as locked. Right, locks. right. You can, yeah, yeah. And then you could put a message on it. Give me back my iPad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, please, no questions asked. I'll even give you 20 bucks. I just want the iPad back. It means a lot to me, you know? And so, um, but they weren't in Wi-Fi at the moment. So they okay. went to some, so I think they went and got Wi-Fi. And so it didn't have a, a password it. on it. Um, no, okay. Because no. why would you need one? Though? Right. You know, so they got into it, did all that, and then they left. So my my lock note, my lock ability was um, pending because they had to oh, get back to Wi-Fi. Because they had to go back to Wi-Fi. Yeah, right. but then I could put a passcode on it from here if I know my Apple ID password, which I do obviously, and they don't. So that worked out well. So I also had their the email that said. Uh, Whoever showed me their email, yeah. Right. So I've also emailed them like nine times since then, please. saying, "Please just give me some. I don't. I'll give you forty bucks." Like, you know. So they didn't respond to that, obviously. But Still. I got a notification on like May thirteenth or something that the iPad's now locked. So it means nothing to mm. them now. So they can wow. Just throw it so away. So all of that to say, don't put your iPad on. What a bummer. On the roof of your car, yeah. So. That was my uh, that's my think, banana split. Do you think that's related to, and I don't know if you want this on the podcast or not, but do you think that's related to when your PayPal got hacked? No. They were very close, but it was a couple days apart. Oh. What's yeah. funny is this isn't the first time you've, 
like lost or gotten an iPad stolen. Yeah. Like the third one. I remember the no. one time it was like a child and they're like screenshotting their score on like yeah. Fruit Ninja or mm-hmm. something. Yep. And, it, <laughs> and then I get it. Dude, yeah. Yeah. And then also um, I got a notification that all my photos were scheduled for deletion. Oh, and so uh, so I got the notification that their messenger was act like all this happened at once. Like they were like, "Oh, cool! And I'll delete all these photos and this." <laughs> they were they're just so happy yeah, to have yeah. an iPad. And I'm like, but I was glad I got a notification that that was going to happen. Yeah, I don't I've know why that happened. Heard of that yeah. actually. So, but yeah, then I had an iPad stolen from here, the church. I had a, a Beats Pill Plus stolen from the church. Another yeah. iPad stolen, and Dude. I've gone through like three Apple Watches. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, I dropped an iPad. Dude, I church. saw. It. <laughs> is that the iPad I gave you like ten no. years ago? It no. was at it was at Hope Sunday. That that iPad's still kicking. Let's go. So no, this was a new one that we bought because the church needed a couple, and so I dropped it and it hit the edge of the stage, like that metal lip. Yes, and and just busted it. No, it still worked though. But you just could literally glass. flex the screen how yeah. cracked it is. And it glassed Bro. everywhere. A literal, like, indent from where it hit the thing. No but he's still way. scrolling through the music. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I bought a screen replacement. And I don't know if you've tried to do a screen replacement. Oh, not on my own. It's no. a nightmare. Dude, I didn't know it was so taxing. So I found a guy that is doing it for me in Helena. Mm, nice. But it ends up need, needing a new LCD, too, now. Mm, yeah. So at that point, you might as well. Well, I'm still only, it's only out, you know, $600. To... <laughs> I'm out about 100 bucks so far. Okay. Yeah. So far. So far. That's LCD, new screen, and cost of install. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. That's not bad then. All right. That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. So for our neck of the woods, typically we only have like one of these or nothing. But now that we're in the loop a little bit more... We got more to, more to share. So we have Fusion Fight League. We've been working with them as chaplains for this whole last year. They've been really good to us. They're going to be in Billings on uh, June 3rd, as well as Casper, Wyoming on July 1st, and Missoula, Montana on July 16th. So we're going to try to hit uh, Billings and Missoula on those ones for sure. Casper's a little too far away for us. Um, Next Gen Fight League is going to be here in Butte, Montana on July 29th. I think they're going to be doing like some bare-knuckle stuff. Um, so we're going to be working with them on that one as well. Uh, first time working with those guys, so um, should be pretty interesting. We're going to, um, I think, be pretty busy at that one. So uh, Next Gen Fight League there. Fusion Fight League will come back to Haver on August 27th, as well as Mountain Force in Helena on August 27th. And so we'll probably prioritize the one in Helena, just because Haver's still stinking far away again. Um, and then lastly, as, as far as the schedule goes, is local fights. Fusion Fight League in Great Falls on October 15th. So with those, um, that's kind of our schedule looking forward. Um, there are some other fight organizations around, so this is not everything, you know, but I, I think uh, Fight Force might have something going on, Kill Eagle Promotions, and then Bad Boys Boxing. So those are ones that we, um, we've worked with Fight Force, haven't worked with the other two. So anyways, just uh, for you out there, if you're looking to catch some fights around Montana area. If you want to fight. If you want to fight. They're yeah. looking for some fighters. I know that too, um, you know. And if you're ever interested in maybe chaplaining with us too, we could we could talk about that as well. We're lo- always looking to expand our team and have have multiple teams around the state. So and that is that. And shortly after this podcast episode, uh, Zach, Jake, and I are all gonna 
all-out brawl. So there's also that fight going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to live stream it on Instagram. On so Instagram. Many, so many we got so it. many viewers for our last one. <laughs> and when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look oh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. So for this week's look into it, we have a book on everybody's favorite topic, sex. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Being newly married, um, my wife and I have been going through this book. And before we got married, I had this just constant fear that I would feel so much guilt and shame after being married just from like upbringing in the church and suddenly all these things that have been wrong for so many years are now okay and whatever, whatever. And so this book, The Great Sex Rescue, it's by a couple people, Sheila Ray Gregor, Rebecca Gregor, Lyndon Bach, and Joanna Sawatsky. Wow, could you get some harder names? <laughs> anyway, basically the synopsis of this book is it says the lies you've been taught and how to recover what God has intended. And so it's just a, a really good biblical view on how sex is in the, the covenant of marriage. I would recommend it for anybody looking to get engaged, is engaged, is getting married, is married, whatever. I maybe wouldn't recommend it for you if you're in a season of singleness because it's a little graphic. In intimate? Maybe? And intimate, yeah, definitely. Um, not to say a, being single. Did is you wrong. say engaged? If you're engaged, I would definitely read it. Yeah, for sure. It's been it's been really good for us. We're only four or five chapters in, but it's been super great. Um, and yeah, we'd recommend it to anybody. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Jesus Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty in the Message. The I, message. I noticed that. Yeah, a little, little edgy. Going big. A little edgy here. I like the wording, though. I, I, dude, it's so good. I, I referenced this earlier in the podcast. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of, rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. I'm actually preaching this weekend in uh, Plains, and that is uh, the verses that I'm going to be pre preaching from. And so mm. um, I'm about 90% done with that message. Um, I just got to kind of tighten it up a little bit and stuff. But yeah, so preaching on that awesome, uh, I, I think in a lot of ways, this really is the gospel, you know, that it's, it's a freeing invitation mm. to a relationship with God. So look into it. Yeah. Let's go. But that wasn't look into it. <laughs> so that's all we've got for this episode. We hope that everybody has a great day. Yo, everybody has a great day. And yeah. we'll be back for Cross Choke Plus next week. Thank you to our purple and brown belt patrons. As you know, we have some fantastic nicknames, fighter names prepared for these supporters of TFL. And if you would like your name right in the credits, of check each out, and every episode, <laughs> check out tflministries.com slash support. So first up, we have Nick, the Mad Hatter, Campbell. We got Jake, the Red Styrofoam Cup, Duran. We got Wesley, Tonka Truck, Carlson. And Louis the Hurricane Lopez. Katie Angel Dust Powell. We got Dakota 12 Gauge Rytan. And as always, <laughs> <laughs> Zachary the Gremlin Anderson. You got Ryan the Pickled Deer Meat Snowden. 
And we got Jim Cold Stone Collins. <laughs> Again, if you'd like to get your name read in each and every episode of Cross Choke Plus and Cross Choke, support us at patreon.com slash TFL Ministries, and we will catch you next time. Next time. <laughs>
That's too bad. Yeah, it does. Hang on. We're telling more followers to join your video. <laughs> what a savage. Well, should I, should I join the live? <laughs> this is quality remember, content. I'm trying to remember how you even um, invite Duo? people. Duo? Duolingo. Mm. I think right here. Oh, no. This might be the leave. Hmm. Invite to join. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Do you have any watchers? No, watchers. not a soul. Well, this is well, uh, uh, you know, exciting. Might, um, hey, do you want me to just pick a different one? Yeah, let's just, just pick, a, let's oh, pick a different one. Cut this out. Hmm. Discard video. <laughs> no, save it, bro. Yeah, that was a good try. Okay. Next time, everybody out there, put a push notification on my account, okay? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you should go live from the TFL Instagram. It's going to be worse. We don't have I was going to say, this has got like 12 followers. <laughs> <No. clears throat> it has um, more than that, okay. 